0: Blow this pop stand. Well, good night, Tony. Good night, Angela. I'll uh, see you tomorrow.
1: Can you believe my mother? Poor Wally. Poor, vulnerable Wally. Shattered by a divorce. On the
0: rebound from me, he falls right into her clutches. <laughs>
1: that's one way of looking at it.
0: Is that Grandma leaving with Wally? Yes, Sport. You're right, Sam. Wally dumped Mom for
1: Grandma. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to. Ayo. Hey, Away. Oh, the Who's the Boss podcast.
0: Oh, that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. We got a voicemail! Hi, Kevin and Tori. Just wanted to thank you for the great podcast you do on Who's the Boss? It uh, was my favorite show uh, as a child. And I really, really, really enjoy to listen to you and live those times again. Um, It was my favorite show alongside Gilmore Girls and The X-Files, so I hope you will cover those as well after you finished Who's the Boss. I'm sending you um, a lot of wishes and good health from beautiful Switzerland. Um, yeah, stay healthy and keep up the good work. Bye bye holy crap, we got a voice message from Switzerland. Wow, we're
0: huge in Switzerland.
1: <laughs> yes. That was Fran from Switzerland. Thank you so much for being our one listener in Switzerland. I've, we really appreciate it. And it's so great to hear that like, this is bringing back good memories for you, because if anyone can have a little bit of joy listening to this podcast and forgetting about the global shitstorm that we're in, um, that's really the whole reason why we're here. So yeah. it's great to hear.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It. Uh, sometimes I sit here and we're doing the show and I'm talking away, and I feel like nobody's listening. <laughs> right? And then once in a while, we get a voicemail, and it's like, wow, that's yeah. cool. Like, just to hear that one person's listening. I mean, I know more than Yes, yeah, so but our it's original, just nice.
1: Our original my goal was to get to 50, right? And I think now we have 55 listeners that listen to every episode. Wow.
0: That's yeah, pretty good. So I like little, that.
1: We have a little Who's the Boss tribe going. Okay,
0: good. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take it.
1: Yes. Thank you. Okay, so tonight we're going to cover season two. Episode 5. Was I supposed to say anything else? No, we said our names. Yeah. Okay, good. Did um, all the things. Okay. This episode is called Tony the Matchmaker. It first aired October 22nd of 1985. The TV Guide summary says, Angela decides that one date with Tony's nerdish, nerdish friend mm. is one too many until Mona starts dating him. Mm. Mm. What, this,
0: a, what an interesting and weird... Description.
1: This episode was written by Paul Robinson Hunter. And he did write a few other episodes of Who's the Boss. I went and looked. And I'm going to say this is my least favorite of Paul Robinson Hunters.
0: Okay. I mean, you know what that. else he wrote? Uh,
1: Jonathan Plays Cupid is one, which I don't think we've um, watched yet. No. Hang on. You put me on the spot here. Hang on. Scrolling no, I'm sorry. Scrolling I, IMDb.
0: I just am saying that...
1: Jonathan Plays Cupid it is a great episode. I love that. Okay. Oh, he wrote Requiem. It says teleplay by, and I'm thinking that's because the story was probably a lot of Tony Danza's input. Yeah. So Requiem, Samantha's growing up. Okay. Tony the matchmaker, Jonathan Plays Cupid. So okay. three solid episodes. One.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> okay. So.
0: I do. Yeah. Full disclosure, I yeah. do feel like this episode was like a filler episode. Yeah. Like, like it could have, like, stand, could stand not to be made. Yeah. Maybe I should have saved it, that a rating. This is probably my least
1: favorite that we've watched so far. Okay. Yeah. Like, because even a lot of them, when I don't think I'm going to like them because I don't remember liking them as a kid, when we go back and watch, I'm like, yeah, oh, wow, like, this is actually a, a good story. But yeah. So, okay. Now. With that said, this episode does open with Tony in a steam room. Gratuitous. Right. <laughs>
0: They're like, we got to sell Tony's this episode somehow. Yeah. So we'll have Tony without We've got a shirt. The,
1: the Cinemax and, After Dark. Steam, we, like, we, like, where going. is this going? Oh, wait, no, that's just some guy named Wally next to him. Okay. Right. So, so yeah, yeah boy, so...
0: maybe we, we thought we were going to find out something else about
1: Tony. <laughs> a sweaty, wet Tony <laughs> is in the steam room. No, that's bizarre. And. So, like, is this the why? Or did he get a fancy membership? Probably the why. I I can't really they never say what Wally does for a living, but I don't feel like he's like a fancy businessman or anything. So maybe this is the why where he was playing basketball with Jeff and is now Mm. in the steam room with Wally. So we meet this new friend that we've never seen before, Wally. He's newly divorced. He's been divorced six months. He's kind of pathetic.
0: Mm, Tony
1: Tony asked him what he thought of the girl at the juice bar, and Wally like didn't even really notice her, because he's still all hung up on his ex-wife. Now, Wally is played by Paul Sands, and so we had this discussion earlier, I wrote down the wrong name, but I know the right name now. So I think this guy looks like a combination of Dustin Hoffman and Gene Wilder.
0: Yeah, I mean, I gave you the name earlier, because I just saw nothing but Gene. He looks just like Gene Wilder, a little bit yeah. like dark hair. To me.
1: And I feel like this was kind of a look to have back then. But he also gives me gives me a little bit of, like, poor man Steve Carell vibes. Yeah, also. I can see
0: that.
1: Now, I didn't recognize him from anything. But when I looked him up on IMDb, he was in a show called Paul Sands and Friends and Lovers. Like, in the 70s. Mm. Um, and then he was in an episode of Taxi
0: of course yeah. <laughs> just like everybody else
1: 12 episodes of St. Elsewhere 11 wow. episodes of Give Me a Break I did watch Give Me a Break so there's it's possible that if I saw him in Give Me a Break I would recognize him he's still acting there's a movie coming out called Lauren and Rose in 2020 that mm. he is in oh there
0: you go Yeah.
1: so Wally wants his w- wife back she left him she's remarried she's not coming back And so Tony's trying to get him to start dating again. But Wally's just like, I'm not good with women. And he confides in Tony that Peggy, who is the name of his wife, ex-wife, is the only woman he had been with. And that he was the only man she had been with. Now two other guys are in the steam room and one pipes up and says, you mean Peggy Putnam? (laughs) I know. And, and then, people, all of a sudden,
0: everybody in this team room knows who Peggy is.
1: Right. And then somebody else calls her Party Time Peg. So I'm thinking Peggy had actually been with more men than yes. Wally.
0: And you wonder if it's after Wally or...
1: I mean, it probably like during was the, marriage. the same time as Wally. Yeah, maybe. Because she left him. So Wally's not at all interested in the juice girl. He thinks she's too pushy because mm-hmm. she asked him what kind of juice he wanted. <laughs> too pushy. So... so Tony suggests Angela.
0: So has got anybody else?
1: Yeah, and he describes Angela as real nice, and she's smart, and she's really, really not bad. Not looking. bad looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I kind of was like, well, why would Tony want to hook Angela up with somebody? Because just last episode, he was no, no, two episodes ago, he was all kind of pouting and grumpy that she was going out with somebody. But I think it's that Wally is so non-threatening that he's like, he just needs a woman to make him feel kind of good about himself for a little bit. And I don't think he would ever expect that Angela's really going to be into this guy. So far, Angela's not into this guy. Oh, but wait, I'm sorry. In the steam room, one of the guys is like, if she's so great, why don't you go out with her? Right. And Tony's answer is because she has a weak heart. Right. She
0: couldn't take Tony Maselli.
1: Right. Couldn't take that wet and sweaty chest in the steam room. And then a quick note on Mark Costello and Michael Shepard are the two men in the steam room. Uh, Michael Shepard, oh, I'm sorry, Mark Costello is the one that's doing most of the talking in this scene. Mm-hmm. And he was on a show called Tribes in night in the 90s. Do you remember that show? Nope, me either. But he was in 95 episodes of it, mm. so someone might rec- remember that show. What was it on? I I don't know. Um, but Mark Costello only had like four credits so he wouldn't be recognizable from anything and you can't you can barely see his face he's the one in the background in this <laughs> steam room so now we're to the night of the date Angela does not want to go out on this date
0: well yeah I mean based on the way she's dressed <laughs> like what is happening there with the hat with the hat what what kind of hat is that I don't know and She's just like, yeah, there's honey, no revealing. It sure, a turtleneck. The only skin you see is
1: her face in her hands. She's got two jackets on. Right. There's like, like a jacket in and and That's then, true, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. What has happened? I
1: don't know. <laughs> and so Mona asks if he's taking her to Norway. Right, yeah, <laughs> On the date. And Angela's like, no, we're going to play miniature golf. And Samantha's like, whose lame-o idea was that? She's like, that actually was my idea. <laughs> now, a couple of things here. Well, first she says... Um, mini golf's great because you're you're on your feet and if the guy tries anything you have a a, you're holding a club but mini golf is going to come up back up in this series with Angela Mm. so remember that Um, so Tony is trying to get them all out of the room before Wally gets there and they all kind of just want to check him out and see what this guy looks like but he's like no so we get another tony and miscelli catchphrase here that i think we've gotten a portion of in a previous episode but not the whole thing what's that it's the let's hit it let's move it let's do it
0: oh
1: yeah he'll I say that quite a few times throughout really? the really yeah oh. it's usually like his morning thing to get them out of the house mm. yeah so they all leave tony tells angela that it's gonna be really good for wally to go out with a woman like him and she's like oh, I'm a woman like her <laughs> and um, right She's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, you know, because some people would have set him up with a dog. Now, I'm not going to laugh at the joke of somebody referring to a woman as a dog anymore. But in the 80s, I feel like calling a woman a dog on TV was pretty common.
0: Yeah, it's, it was.
1: Yeah. Um, so, again, like, you know, I don't think he's expecting anything to happen here between her and Wally. He's just trying to get her to boost this guy's spirits a bit. So Wally comes in. Angela's hoping that she can get out of this date, but it's not happening. No,
0: because Wally has a corsage.
1: (laughs) So he's wearing
0: all
1: beige and holding a corsage. A beige
0: tuxedo, as I like to refer (laughs) to it. I don't know what he was thinking in that.
1: And I love that not only is he wearing all beige, but the corsage is in a beige box when he walks in. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) One big beige mess.
1: As they're leaving... Angela looks at Tony and says, you're going to pay for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when Wally and Angela get back to the house, we don't get to see any of the day, but we can only imagine what happened. So Wally yeah. and Angela get home. The
0: way Angela shakes his hand.
1: Oh, yes, immediately. He tries to stick out she her She well, I had a good night. And yeah, thank you, you. Bye. Um, and we get that bench area in the front that they're using mm-hmm. again. And Wally's like, no, no, wait. Like, um. You know, when can I see you again? Angela says the word "wonderful." He's like, "Oh, that's our word." He's really into her. Oh
0: yeah, like her. Immediately,
1: her mini golf game must have been pretty strong, because right, he because wants
0: more. Uh, he couldn't see what was under all the layers of clothing.
1: <laughs> He's curious now. So she comes into the house after she gets out away from him, and Tony's like, "Oh, how'd it go? Not great." Right. I think Samantha asked, how was it? Not wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and Mona asked her. It was awful. And then Jonathan just says, hi, mommy. <laughs> and she's like, it was the worst date ever. So, yeah, she's not happy. <laughs> um, it's cute that Samantha's wearing the nightgown again.
0: Yes, I noticed that. Another cop. got the nightgown again.
1: Yep. That I think, thing
0: is carrying through.
1: Yeah, that's probably the the piece of wardrobe we've seen more than any other. Angela basically says this guy is pathetic. We went on one date, and now he's in love with me, and I don't ever want to see him again. And Tony's asking her to please give him another chance because he just he lost his confidence and he needs to get back out there. And you know, and Mona's like, "Whoa, well, one more bad date, do in your life?" <laughs> <laughs> Poor Angela?
0: I um, know, but it, it is funny because <laughs> when. When she says, that guy thinks he's in love with me, Mona's like, well, that that is desperate. I know. It's Even a loser can say, or what this show's portraying as a loser, can say that he's, <laughs> even if he's in love with her, oh, no, it's desperate because right. Angel's a loser, no. according to Mona. Not Th- nice.
1: Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Now, the next morning, Wally comes by after Angela's left for work and all the kids are gone.
0: And he's still in his tan tuxedo.
1: Well, yeah, I think it's a different tan. He must have multiple. Like, I'm picturing his closet right now. And it's, it's all just... tan things. <laughs> all just tan tuxedos lined up in a row.
0: Yeah, it's bizarre.
1: So he, he asked if Angela said anything about him. He wants another date. He wants to kiss Angela. He thought that the date was magic. So... Tony's like, uh, was magic <laughs> because he's thinking now I gotta tell this guy that she doesn't like him. So he says t- he asked Tony, "Tell me everything about her." And Tony's like, "Well, she's five foot seven. She's a Gemini, and she never wants to see you again."
0: Right.
1: And this guy's even picking up the toast off I the know. table
0: and matching the her bite. Yeah, his bite. it's
1: he takes it. A-
0: it's very. <laughs> Creepy.
1: And this actor has like a shtick going on here, kind of too. That's sort of a Gene Wilder
0: esque oh, delivery. You. That's why he reminds me of Gene Wilder so much. And yeah. all I feel like he was trying to like channel that.
1: Yeah, you know, or, like there were some
0: actors who tried to be like other right actors or try to go. I feel like he was trying to channel a whole Gene Wilder thing.
1: Or he was also known for this, whatever this is, because it, it seems like. I don't know. It just yeah. seems very characteristic of like a character that he's doing. <coughs> so it's yeah. interesting. Also interesting. So totally I always.
0: Sweater.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll get to that. But I always <laughs> thought Judith Light was really tall. Like so did I. Especially on this show because she towers over Mona and Samantha. I mean Samantha's still a kid, but she always towers over Samantha. But Mona and Samantha must only be like five one.
0: i'm guessing
1: tony danza's maybe five eight five nine so she just looks so tall because i think so much of her body is legs Legs.
0: she has long legs
1: yeah and she's like so thin
0: yeah long legs and a short shorter torso yeah i guess
1: i think i just always pictured her being like five ten or something so yeah so let's talk about tony's sweater here for a moment Mm
0: -hmm. now
1: It's a beautiful color. I really like the color. It's, yeah. But it looks to me like something Rose on the Golden Girls would wear. (laughs) It has like a boat neck and like this weave.
0: Yeah, it has a weird weave to it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like a tony sweater. No. And I don't want to say it's feminine looking, because that's probably not appropriate. No. And the color looks great. Like, it's not the color, but it's kind of the cut of the sweater, Looks like something an older woman would wear.
0: <laughs> there you go. You said it the nicest way. What I, what I want to say, I'm, you, you didn't want me to say.
1: No, it's like maybe the sweater was hanging next to one of Catherine's sweaters, and they just they yeah, put the wrong put sweater on. on them And then they used to do the show like a play. They just plowed through it. So they were like, "Oh well, it's too he's wearing the sweater." <laughs> <laughs> so. Tony's trying to get Wally's mind off of Angela, and he's like, I have to go drop a bunch of Angela's dry cleaning off. Want to come with me? That sounds like fun. Mm. And Wally's like, no, I couldn't be in the same car with all of her clothes.
0: Yeah. That's another red flag.
1: (laughs) Now that he knows that she doesn't want anything to do with them. So Mona comes in, and she kind of volunteers to, like, babysit um, Wally. Now, what's interesting is that when Mona comes in, she seems pretty surprised that this is Wally because she hasn't seen him up until this point. So she doesn't think that he's quite as, you know, dweeb-like as she was expecting. Right. So she stays with him. They start talking, and she's trying to help him out. Like, you know, you're a diamond in the rough. You just need to practice, like, flirting. You need to practice getting out there with women. So she's trying to, like show him how to, like, look at someone and then look away and then look back. She's doing a fantastic job of this. Mm -hmm. He not so much.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) he's very awkward.
1: But she's, like, ready to take this on as a project. So later that day, Angela comes home from work. And at some point during the day, Angela had a bit of a change of heart about Wally. She says that, you know, all day long... I'm around these confident men.
0: Just cheese balls.
1: Yes. And it made me think about Wally because he's so different. And she's like, yes, you know, a wrist corsage is odd for a grown woman on a first date. But she said it was cute. And she was the only one at the golf, um, the mini golf place with one. (laughs) And when he stepped in the water hazard, most men would have quit but he didn't he mm-hmm. hung up his socks on the windmill and <laughs> he played through <laughs>
0: yeah she's saying it wasn't that bad maybe. yeah
1: she's decided that he has kind of a nerdy charm and she's maybe into this so she's now willing to give him another chance so tony is excited because wally is super into her and at least tony thinks he's still super into her at this point so tony's like okay that's great that's great But this time, can you do me a favor? Can you be a little more fun? (laughs) (laughs) So I guess he's also, like, wanting her not to wear all of the clothes in her closet on this next date. Yeah,
0: maybe dress up a little bit. Not dress up, but, like, not
1: wear two jackets. (laughs) Not wear two jackets and a hat, and then maybe not go to mini golf. But I don't remember. Did Wally express the fact that Angela wasn't fun?
0: i don't think so no
1: okay so this is just tony saying this
0: okay because yeah, tony saw her in her two jackets and her hat
1: right and it's needed for what's gonna happen next so um
0: Wally angela's up,
1: yeah while so. he comes in he's now wearing new threads yeah he's no longer beige he's a nice he's nice shades of blue and gray mm-hmm. and angela's surprised like oh you look so nice like um, what are you doing? And she's letting him know that you know she's free this weekend, or even tonight, if he would like to go out again. And he's like, "Oh, thanks, but I actually have plans tonight. So tomorrow night would work better for me." And both Tony and Angela seem a little surprised that Wally has plans until the back door opens and in comes Mona, mm,
0: yeah, dressed to go out.
1: So Tony's surprised that Wally's going out with Mona. Angela's annoyed that Wally's going out with Mona. And she's like, I didn't even know that you knew him. And she says, well, Tony introduced us. So Angela gives Tony a look. And he's like, listen, all I said was, Mona, here's Wally. Wally, here's Mona. (laughs) Right, exactly.
0: He didn't do anything wrong.
1: Yeah, he's like, this isn't my fault. So he takes Wally out into the living room to try to figure out what's going on. And I love this line while he's like, I thought you wanted me to date lots of women. Yeah. Tony says not
0: in the same house. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's a great line. I wrote that one. That was in my notes.
1: Oh, very good. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's a very good line. So now back in the kitchen. Next page. Oh, yeah. All right. Harold, hold on so you can turn the page. Okay. Okay. great. So in the kitchen, Angela wants to know why Mona stole her date. And she's like, I didn't steal your date you didn't want to have anything to do with him. You never wanted to see him again, so I figured I was doing you a favor by taking him off your hands. And Angela's just kind of like, whatever. She's yeah. annoyed. And Mona's like, well, don't wait up. I'll see you later. Yeah, I'm, and yep, I'm this, going. Yeah.
0: And while they're going out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and this is not going to be the worst night of my life. So um, they go... Wally and Mona leave on their date and he, Wally's all excited. Well, hang on. What?
0: Hang on. Okay. He said she says, let's come on, Wally, let's leave this pop stand.
1: Blow is it blow this or, pop stand? I'm sorry. Stand or is the- it
0: blow? Hold on. It's uh yeah, I think you're right.
1: Are you gonna tell me what a pop stand yeah, is? Yeah, do you know do you oh, I don't know this? I do not.
0: Oh, okay. Well this is exciting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Yeah. I, I am a wealth of knowledge. Um yeah, so basically, she walks out the door, she, she walks out of the kitchen, right. and then, um, yeah, let's blow this pop stand. So that's exactly what she says.
1: I've so, heard that before, but I actually don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, it means. I mean, I think
0: we've heard it all our lives. Yeah. Blow this pop stand to exit or remove oneself from a less exciting location or environment.
1: Oh.
0: Example I'm bored out of my mind, let's blow this pop stand. <laughs>
1: I don't. Does is that still used these days as much? You think?
0: I've heard. I mean, I've actually heard it as popsicle stand, but
1: oh, okay. Like it's the it's mean, meaning
0: is popsicle stand. In my pop, mind, pop stand is popsicle stand.
1: I'm picturing the banana stand from Arrested Development. Yeah, and I don't know why. It's
0: always money in the banana <laughs> yeah.
1: banana stand.
0: Uh, yeah, but that's pretty much it. To exit or oh. remove oneself from a less Than exciting location and environment. Let's blow this pop stand.
1: That less than exciting location and environment was Was wherever Angela was. Yeah, I think that's what that meant. Yeah. So Mona and Wally leave and Angela's like, I cannot believe this. That poor man is being taken advantage of by my mother. He's broken hearted over his ex-wife. He's broken hearted over me. And now she's just going to take advantage of him and tony's like uh sure whatever
0: and he looks super goofy while exiting
1: <laughs> yes because he he's like
0: like hunched over thing yes, like giving yeah giving angela a look like i feel like that's going out all, with your mom
1: it's all part of his again character. weird yeah
0: i know whatever bit you, it's he's very doing gene wilder yeah. it is it's totally gene Wilder look
1: so jonathan comes up out from upstairs yeah, this is awesome <laughs> he's like was that grandma leaving with wally and they're like yeah and he's like you're right sam Wally, dump mom for grandma. I
0: know. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. But is, it's is kind of like a kid thing to do. Yeah, funny.
1: Is, I think between that and not in the same house, those are the two best lines, I think, of the whole <laughs> episode. So Angela decides she's going out with Wally again tomorrow night. And she's going to take Tony's advice and be more fun. She's going to be so much fun that he won't see straight for a week. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's got to mean sex, like, right?
0: I, yeah, that's, yeah, I guess. I
1: mean, the look on her face and the, you know, the fever in her eyes <laughs> seems like that's what she's talking about. Some sort of sex.
0: Yeah. That you won't see straight sex.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't. Whatever that is. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else you could do to somebody to make them not see straight I
0: don't need feet. I punch him in the eye. <laughs>
1: During so, <laughs> Now Tony may regret that he suggested Wally, just because she's, like, on a mission here. So Sam asked Tony if he's ever dated two women. And he says once, the Camisa sisters. Yeah. Which is not true, because I think it's been mentioned already, and if not, it will be mentioned, that Tony dated the Benedetti twins.
0: Yeah, I think we, we've already... I feel like it was like an episode. We've already
1: like, heard about the Benedetti. Twins. Yeah, I think so too. But um as someone, as a listener, uh, Chrissy mentioned the Camisa sisters. Camisa is Tony Danza's mother's maiden name, hmm. so that's where that's coming from. And Samantha says, "Well, did they find out?" And then they broke off the date. And he says, "No, the Camisa brothers found out, and they broke my nose." That's right. Yeah. Good for the Camisa brothers. I mean, I am I don't really want to advocate violence in any position, but dating two sisters is just kind of a yes, crappy thing to do. No,
0: again. no, not good. <laughs> but I also think that, um, and I think I pointed out when we were watching the episode, that if Tony did date other sets of twins, I don't think he would reveal that to Samantha.
1: That is a good point. Like, oh, yeah. you
0: know, I dated a lot of twins. Right. You know, like, oh, Dad, what's wrong with
1: you? <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, so, Samantha's like, I better go upstairs. I told Jonathan I'd play hide and seek. He's been hiding since 7.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great.
0: Yeah, that's such a little kid thing.
1: Sometimes when, when the kids were younger and I would play hide and seek with them and I would hide, or, no, I'm sorry, yes, and when I was the seeker, I would just kind of sit and play on my phone for a few minutes before I started looking for them.
0: Terrible. Yeah, whatever.
1: Now, Angela comes down the stairs in an iconic Angela dress. Uh Like, I feel like if you showed people pictures of this dress, they remember this one, mostly because it will be used in the open, or it's actually maybe already in the open in season two, but it comes from this episode. Mm. And Samantha's going upstairs as Angela's coming down, and she's like, wow, I hope I grow into that. (laughs) Samantha will never grow into that, because she's only (laughs) going (laughs) to be (laughs) 5'1". They would have to get that uh, hemmed a bit at the bottom. So Angela thinks it's adorable and funny that Samantha wants her dress. Tony, not so much. But it's not like it's... I mean, the leg slits a little high, but the rest of the dress is is pretty modest. So... Tony also makes note of the dress, and she plays it off like, oh, it's nothing. It's just something I had. She's sitting down and putting on makeup and showing quite a bit of leg. Judith Light is all leg. Mm -hmm. So Mona comes in. Miles. Miles of legs. Miles of legs. Um, legs for days. Is that what it says? Is that what what it's called? Yeah. So Mona comes in the back door and says, Oh, you look nice and then comments that her dress is ripped (laughs) because of the slit going up the side. Right. (laughs) And then Angela makes a comment about Mona's tight sweater. So here's really where I really start to dislike this episode. And I think just because it's kind of a tired storyline to have two women fighting over this guy. Yes. And it's funny because it's Mona and Angela picking at each other, but I also think the placement of this episode is odd because it comes right after the heiress where they were also fighting.
0: They were were at
1: uh, at odds. At odds, yeah, on a much deeper level and obviously a different situation. But yeah, so I think just the annoyance of seeing women pitted against each other because they're going after the same guy is what annoys me most about this episode
0: right and they're going after a poor man's gene wilder (laughs) in a way I i know
1: so angela makes a comment about mona's tight sweater um and she says she's there to return wally's jacket because she borrowed it late last night right of course so I feel like Mona is trying to give the impression, if not just letting them know that she did have sex with Wally the night before, or was
0: around him really late
1: at night. Yes, but I mean,
0: but probably yeah. I mean, knowing Mona of course with Wally,
1: knowing Mona the way we know Mona, I I mean, it would, it would, I wouldn't be surprised at all if she had sex with him. No no judgment. She can have sex with whoever she wants. But I just, I feel like she's giving that indication.
0: She went on one of the rides at Wally World. <laughs> uh,
1: that's funny. So, um, okay, so... But I also feel like Angela's still planning on having sex with right. Wally at this Which point. Which makes
0: this episode re- really, really takes a turn.
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't... I mean, at any point, does Angela want to look down or look up and know where he was the night before? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. So this is awkward now. Okay, but... um So they're kind of fighting. Tony's like, do you want to leave because you're getting fur on the carpet? Oh, because Angela's telling Mona... So now Mona's not playing fair because Angela stayed out of the way the night before. But now Mona's trying to make a drink for Wally when he gets there. (laughs) Wally notices Angela's dress, notices Mona's sweater. Right,
0: but he's like, that's a nice dress. That's a nice sweater.
1: So Angela's like, well, why don't you go make an old-fashioned? Because that's what you do well right and then Mona comes back with well, you're better with the ice and bitters right zing zing yeah so Tony's like gets them into the kitchen to go make these drinks so that they can get out of the way here now Wally is surprised that these two women are fighting over him because he's right like why are they fighting over but
0: for him Wally
1: <laughs> right and Tony is surprised that these two women are fighting over him So in the kitchen, Angela and Mona are still arguing because Angela thinks that she's best for Wally because she knows the pain of divorce and, you know, she would be able to help him through it. And Mona's like, no, I'm best for Wally because I'll just get him to forget about the divorce and he just needs to really have fun right now. So Tony says that they should let Wally Both
0: are valid points, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony says that they should let Wally decide. So Angela heads back out in the living room and on the way out there we get the shot where she rips mm-hmm. the slit in her dress higher to show off more leg.
0: Right, which is in the open.
1: Right. Season so,
0: two or wherever.
1: Both Angela and Mona go back out into the living room. Wally comes into the kitchen and says that they want the two of... Uh, he, they want him to choose between the two of them. So Wally now has his confidence back without even having to go out with any more <laughs> of the right. women in this house. Yeah. He's feeling pretty good about himself. He's all puffed up. And he's like, well, maybe if these two women are fighting over me, I shouldn't choose either of them. I should get out there and see what else I can do.
0: Yeah, why not? See
1: how much more of this town I can tear up.
0: Two two women in this household are after him. Yeah. I mean, that's a this good... It's a good uh, number. Those are good numbers. Yeah, there. there's
1: probably 10 other houses on this block. He hasn't even tried any of those
0: yet. Yeah. Women are in these houses.
1: <laughs> so he leaves and he tells Tony to basically let them know that he's not going to choose either of them. So now Tony's had to break up with Wally for Angela. and Now he's got to break up with Angela and Mona for Wally. This is Wally's not a good friend, but we'll never see Wally again. No. Well, oh, actually, that's we not do. true. We do. We do see him again. But
0: not as Wally.
1: Not as Wally, yes, and later on. So we'll see the actor again, but friend and foe is gone. Okay, so then Mona and Angela come into the kitchen, and Tony tells them that Wally left. And he cushions the blow by basically saying, like, he couldn't choose between the two of you, so he did the only decent thing, and he just left. So, but Angela's like, no, we both got dumped, but thanks. So in the tag, they're sitting on the couch... They're drinking three of the four old fashions that they made now that Wally's gone. And (laughs) Angela asked Tony who he would have chosen. I think it was Angela. One of them asked Tony. And Tony's like, I am not answering that question. So um, Angela says that she thinks he would have chosen Mona because she's so fun. And, you know, he would have had a great time with her. And Mona's like, no, I think he would have chosen you because you're so empathetic and you would have been a really good person for, you know, to, to listen to him and stuff. So they kiss and make up and everybody's all happy.
0: Yeah. And suddenly they're nice to each other.
1: Right. But then they start, Mona's like, I'm really sorry I stole your boyfriend. <laughs> and Angela's like, you didn't steal him because I could get him back if I wanted to. And then they start fighting again. Mm-hmm. So Tony says... Hang on, I'll go get the mud. You guys go get on your bikinis and we'll set the, settle this like we right, should. Right, which
0: suddenly the, the episode's weird again. <laughs> Why are you having a mother and a daughter fight in the mud pool?
1: So uh. here's the mud wrestling back coming back right. that Tony mentioned and Samantha's growing up about Jonathan. And then we'll see that that also plays throughout the series. And that is the end of... Of this episode,
0: <laughs> what? What are you laughing at?
1: Just the, this episode's over. Oh,
0: okay. I missed something, and, and I, I'm kind of mad.
1: What hap- What did you miss?
0: Well, there's a point where where Mona says in a pig's eye.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. It's right here.
0: Is it? This is it? Is, yeah, oh, it's in this because
1: scene. it's when Angela says. Well, then I, I didn't g- miss it. If I wanted him back, I could get him, and she oh, says in a pig's okay. eye. Oh, okay.
0: okay. Yeah. What do you want to learn about? What is a pig? <laughs> I'm not just bringing that up for no reason.
1: I I know you're not. What is a pig's eye?
0: So in the scene, she says, oh, mother, if I want him, I can get him back, which we talked about. And then she chuckles. Right. Mona chuckles, says, in a pig's eye. Yeah. So I was like, well, what's that? Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sure you probably know.
1: I don't. I I honestly do not know. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's an exclamation of emphatic denial dissent or disbelief that something will happen to be true oh so like an Does example it really
1: has nothing to do with pigs and nothing to do with eyes no,
0: well no it doesn't <laughs> like that's why i was looking it up because example is i'm pretty sure we can restore this old junker in a week and the person responds in a pig's eye it will take months if not longer
1: but like what's the origin of pig's eye
0: and another example is step down from the board of directors in a pig's eye i will
1: you just keep saying more words. But. I know.
0: Well, they're examples. <laughs> but, but there's one part here, actually, where it says the origin could be like it runs with, a, in a pig's eye, rhymes with when pigs fly, which, of course, okay. would never happen right, because right, right. pigs they can't fly.
1: Maybe pigs have very little eyes.
0: See, and that's the other thing I was thinking, too, is maybe, like, from the beginning, I was thinking maybe p- pigs just have poor vision. And yeah. a pig's eye, like, you know, they think they see <laughs>
1: right.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Maybe they think they know what's going on, but right. they don't.
0: Like, what's that guy doing over there? Right. And is that really anybody over there? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, pigs have bad vision.
1: Well, I just want to thank you for your service. Well, I'm just,
0: <laughs> but don't you think when pigs fly, like, I feel like it could.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. that I, I would imagine that that has to be related.
0: Anyway. I'm sorry. I've just t- nope. taken this thing off the rail. Th-
1: this was my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> In a pig's eye it was.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: All right. So let's do rating first. Okay. Uh, who did it last? Wait a minute.
0: We'll never know.
1: Um, I'll never remember that.
0: Never going to remember.
1: Okay. I'll go. Okay. I gave this a six. Okay. I think that's my lowest rating so far It
0: mm-hmm. it is i know that for a fact yeah because i always feel like i my ratings are too low
1: i just um i thought the placement of the episode was odd i thought the mona and angela just fighting over a guy was kind of blah the i know
0: you struggled getting through this episode when you watched it and you did the notes i know you were struggling but like, like- you want i think you wanted to skip it for a while <laughs>
1: I know but it's like we got to do every single one I know. and but some of them are going to be stinkers and that's yeah. okay because every show has stinkers and, right and, and, so and most life. of
0: them have been good yeah my, i I'm, mean
1: and honestly i read ahead of mm-hmm. this season and i am super excited about all but like one other episode nice. so this is a really good season and especially the next two, the two-parter that we're going to do next, I'm very excited about. Oh, good. So, yeah. So, whatever. It was just kind of <laughs> blah. I didn't love the guy. I didn't love the storyline. I didn't like the fighting between Mona and Angela. There weren't even really any cute parts between Tony and Angela. So, whatever. Okay, your turn.
0: Um, I, I, not much better. 6.5.
1: Okay. Six and a half.
0: Six and a half AO. always.
1: <laughs> For, and that, is that half just because Angela has, leg, has long legs? Possibly, yeah. yes. And she looked,
0: Possibly, yeah. and yeah. The, right, yes.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: and most tights went. <were. laughs>
1: I was going to say that, but I didn't want to make you seem creepy. <laughs> know,
0: I'm just saying that. Who's the boss around here? Me? Or my mother? Or maybe it's you! I think Tony was the boss, because I think he held it all together like he he brought them together and he kind of actually made the mess but he still was kind of playing referee through the whole thing.
1: Yeah, he definitely was referee.
0: And he just um at the end um you know kind of brought them the two of them back down off the ledge. I mean, had no choice but to because, you know, Wally left. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I he mean, he had to do
1: all the breaking he still, up. right, he
0: all the yeah, the connecting, the breaking up. Yeah. And then, you know, he when there, some things happened that he had no control of, like Mona all of a sudden's dating Wally. Like it was, it became a mess. He still tried to keep it together. So I'll say Tony.
1: Okay, I should go with Tony, but I'm so annoyed with this episode that oh. I'm, okay. I kind of feel like it doesn't have a boss. Oh. But then I thought I'm gonna go with Samantha. <laughs> mm. Okay. Because Samantha's the one who calls out that Gr- Wally dumped uh, mom for grandma. Mm-hmm. Samantha's the one that calls Tony out, asking him if he's ever dated two women. And then Samantha let the little kid try to play hide and seek by himself for a while. So oh, okay, she was really doing some solid work in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: <laughs> and also by not being in the episode very much.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm going with Samantha. Okay, on this that's good. You can reach us at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram, or Who's the Boss Pod One on Twitter, or the Who's the Boss Podcast page on Facebook. Or you can send us a direct message, I'm sorry, or you can send, make a voicemail at anchor.fm slash WTBB podcast. And we've noticed that Anchor um, cuts you off at one minute. That's just because they think that that's an easiest way to insert a voice message into a podcast. Mm. But if you need to go longer than that, just make an additional one and then I'll
0: we'll cut them all the together.
1: Yeah, mash them together. And thanks again to Fran Switzerland for her voice message. Yeah. Now, next time, we're going to cover Custody, Part 1 mm-hmm. and 2. Do you know what this one's about?
0: I do. I remember this. We watched it recently oh, well, right, before yeah, we the did girls. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I really like this one. I, I even like it started playing a bit after I, I was done watching this episode, and I kind of got sucked in. And I was like, I can't watch it yet because I need Boy, to focus. <laughs> so, you get confused. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch this one. All right, we got a song?
0: Yes, we do. This is... Uh, this is P- uh, Chris Kelly, uh, which I don't know who that is. We don't really know who a lot of these people yeah. are, and he's performing the Who's the Boss theme song, uh, and it was actually performed at the at Paul Kobe's The Bitter End in New York City, which it claims to be the oldest rock and roll bar.
1: Nice, cool. Yeah,
0: so that's pretty cool.
1: If you like this podcast, please subscribe and tell all your friends, and give you a big pat on the back. Oh, oh,